Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're talking about when life gets messy. And we're coming from the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 18, verses 10 through 16. So grab your journal. So this morning while I was doing my quiet time, my devotional was speaking about the miracles of God. And the first thing that God allowed to stand out to me was that it's impossible to have miracles without experiencing some type of mess. And when we think about our life or when we think about how our life is going to look, we don't include messes in it. I don't know about you, but I've never said yes. And I want to include the struggle at this age. And then I want to have a hardship at this age. And I want another trial to come at this age. When you think about your life or when you plan your life and you see your life and you set your life goals, we just include all of the miracles, all of the accomplishments, all of our achievements. We never include struggles and messy seasons. But as I was reading about miracles this morning in my devotional, God showed me that it's impossible to experience a miracle without first experiencing some form of mess. Then he led me to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 18, and the whole chapter is really good, but we're just going to start at verse 10. It says, the next day, an evil spirit from God came forcefully on Saul. He was prophesying in his house while David was playing the lyre, as he usually did. Saul had a spear in his hand, and he hurled it, saying to himself, I will pin David to the wall. But David eluded him twice. Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with David, but he departed from Saul. So he sent David away from him and gave him command over a thousand men. And David led the troops in their campaigns and everything he did. He had great success because the Lord was with him. When Saul saw how successful he was, he was afraid of him. But all Israel and Judah loved David because he led them in their campaigns. The verse that God allowed to stand out to me in all of this is verse 14, which says, in everything he did, he had great success because the Lord was with him. And when we set our goals and when we think about our life, we want every area of our life to have great success. So that seems like the best verse in the whole paragraph that I read is that in everything David did, he had great success because the Lord was with him. But while I was taking notes, something that I wrote down is that there was a part of this that they left out. There was a part in this verse that was not included. And the part that was not included was everything he did got attacked because the Lord was with him. See, even though David was successful in everything he did, he also experienced an attack in everything he did. It literally just said that Saul hurled his spear at David twice, not once, but twice. So you missed the first time and then you had the audacity to try to throw it and hit me again. So even though verse 14 says that David was successful in all he did just a couple verses before in verse 11, also talking about the attack that was against David, not once, but twice. And I think this is where we struggle sometimes in our life is that we look at our lives and we have all of these areas that we pray and we work for success. And the moment we experience some type of attack or the moment we experience some type of mess, we feel like maybe this isn't God's plan, or we feel like maybe our life isn't that great. Or we feel like maybe I shouldn't have faith because I prayed for success, but I'm experiencing attack. And this verse is showing us that success 
confess and attack are sisters. They go hand in hand with each other. That when the Lord is in your life and when the Lord is with you, you have to know that you're going to get attacked. But what you have to remember is that the attack is not against you. The attack is against the Lord that's with you. See, it says that all that David did was successful because the Lord was with him. And oftentimes when we experience attacks, trials and tribulations or a mess, we begin to take it personal. We begin to feel like we're not worthy. We begin to feel like, well, maybe I don't deserve to be successful and maybe I don't deserve the promotion and maybe I don't deserve the marriage and maybe I don't deserve to excel in life. Maybe this thing is just too hard for me. But what God wants you to understand today is that the attack isn't against you because you're living life according to God's will. So this plan was a plan before you were even present. This plan was a plan when you were in your mother's womb. This plan was set forth before you could even see it. So God is saying, I want you to understand that the attack is not against you and the mess is not your problem. It's actually my problem and it's coming against you simply because I am with you. It literally breaks my heart whenever I see that someone has committed suicide and made a social media post because whatever they're going through has become too much for them. And it breaks my heart because I know that we go through life thinking about our success, but never realizing that success goes hand in hand with struggle, that oftentimes you can't have one without the other. So when life gets messy, you have to remember that you have to experience some type of mess to have a miracle. What is a miracle? A miracle is something that's supernatural. A miracle is something that's unbelievable. A miracle is something that you could have never figured out or never put together yourself. So if you don't have some form of mess, how are you supposed to have a miracle? That's what, that's what we have to realize is that the areas of struggle and the areas of lack and the areas of pain are what produces or gives God the opportunity to move in a miraculous way. If everything is perfect, if everything is fine and dandy, you won't need a miracle. So we have to realize that, yes, we plan for success, but struggle comes along with that. But there are some fruits of the spirit that can only be produced through struggle, which is why God allows us to go through it. When I talk to a lot of people and I talk to a lot of my mentees, they always want to know the why, but only God knows what that struggle or what that mess in your life is going to produce in you. There's a lot of things that success can't produce, endurance, determination, obedience, strength, wisdom, strategies. There's a lot of things that cannot be produced from success that struggle can help you birth. So when life gets messy or if you feel like your life is messy right now and it's not the way that you pictured it, it's not the way that you prayed for it, it's not the way that you want it to be, I want to challenge you not to pray for a solution, but to pray for strength and strategy to get through this season. Because what we also have to realize is that when we go through messy seasons and we go through stormy seasons, the solution isn't ours. The solution belongs to God. God is going to pull you out of this season. God is going to get you through this season. God is going to solve whatever problem it is that you have. So while you're in the midst of the storm, you should pray and say, God, give me strength and strategy on how to get through this because I know that you already have the solution. So just show me what I need to do to get in alignment. Show me what I need to do to play my part because I know you got your part down pat. So just give me the strength to endure and the strategy to stay in the steps that you ordered for me because I know that the solution is already already yours. Because when you change the posture of your prayers and you shift your focus off of the solution and on to having strength and strategy, then you can accept that mess and miracles go hand in hand. 
See, I, I need this mess and I needed to lose the job and I needed to go through the heartbreak and I needed to lose those friends and I needed to go through that season to become the person that I am now. If you think back on every messy season in your life, every stormy season in your life, it produced a side of you that you didn't even know was in you. So you have to get to the place to where you say, God, this season is tough, but give me the strength to endure it because I know on the other side, it'll be something beautiful. I know you already have a solution for me. I know you've already made a way. So just give me the the strength and the strategy to follow you in a season that I don't really understand. God, I understand that mess and miracles go hand in hand. And that's today's seed, the Eminem seed, because mess and miracles go hand in hand. See, my messy season is just setting me up for the miracle that God is about to release. So I'm not going to lose my cool in the messy season. I'm not going to give up in the messy season. I'm not going to throw in the towel in the messy season because the messy season is leading me to my miracle. And I don't want to miss out on that. So I just need the strength to endure this messy season. Give me the strategy to get through this messy season because I trust that after this messy season, you have a miracle waiting for me. And you can sow the Eminem seed to dollar sign to Christian Bay or PayPal Zell to Christian Bay at gmail.com. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to be listening to this podcast, giving me the opportunity to be speaking on this podcast. Father God, I pray that this podcast reaches the ears that you set out for it to reach. Father God, I pray that this podcast changed the perspective of those who are experiencing a messy season, of those who are experiencing a stormy season, of those who feel like throwing in a tower, of those who feel like you don't hear their prayers, of those who feel like they can't see a way out of this. Father God, I pray that their perspective is changed and that they realize that the solution is not for them to figure out, but the solution belongs to you, that they just need the strength to endure until you come through, that they just need the strategy to make sure they stay in position for your promise. Father God, allow this to reach the ears of those who are growing weary and well-doing. Allow this to reach the ears of those who feel like you don't hear their prayers, Father God, and allow this to serve as confirmation and a reminder that you hear the prayers, you see the tears, and you know what they're going through, but this word is is going to give them a new level of strength. This word is going to renew their faith. This word is going to restore their hope, Father God. This word is going to give them that last push to keep standing until the final chapter, Father God. Allow them to push through this season so that they can see their miracles. Don't allow this mess to rob them of their testimony. Don't allow this mess to rob them of their promise. Don't allow this mess to rob them of their anointing, Father God. David was successful in all he did simply because you were with him. It didn't matter that that the attacks came against him because the attacks couldn't stop him. So I pray that every person under the sound of my voice knows that the mess is not going to stop them. The attacks is not going to stop them. That this season will not take them out if they continue to stand and endure and rely on you for their strength, Father God. We love you and we thank you for this word filling us up with strength, filling us up with hope, giving us the obedience to take another step and fight another day, Father God. We thank you for the mess because we know that the mess is getting us one step closer to our miracle. We sow into this word. We stand on this word. We believe in this word, Father God. But most importantly, we believe in you, your presence, your power, your will, and your Holy Spirit, Father God. We love you and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love you guys so much. And I'll talk to you guys on the next episode of the Christian Bay podcast. Bye.